Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 no image or dark horse. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Chat. I I'm know. Rich. Uh, I'm Desmond. And we are your co-hosts for this almost hour-long funness in comic books. Yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in. Um, just want to let you know that this will be a recorded show that you're listening to right now. Um, it will be, you know, we're talking to you, and I will be in the chat room during this presentation um, talking to you guys. So, so please stay tuned, you know. Uh, we're taping this earlier because, you know, Rich and I um, had Monday, had this Monday off uh, because uh, Rich is celebrating a special thing today. So uh, yesterday, actually. So I just want to say, you know, awesome. Thank you so much, Rich. You know, for I was happy for your for your happiness. My so. anniversary. Yes. I don't know if you wanted to say anything. So. It's OK. My husband and I are celebrating our eighth anniversary of being married and it's going to be a wonderful day. So, yes, I'm very excited to be there. Um, be with him. We had a great. We, we, I know we're gonna have a great day on Woo-hoo! Sunday. So, um, <laughs> or yesterday, <laughs> depending on when you're listening. To time this. travel. I know we're time. Anyway, so right. so please continue listening because uh, this I will is be, all new stuff. Yes, this is all new stuff, and I will be in the um in the comment section listening with you guys, and we can make fun of us <laughs> together. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, this show will be posted on the Geek Chat Geek Chat website thegeekchat.com and on SoundCloud on Tuesday by 1 p.m. He's still working on the Patreon. Just keep waiting. Um, We're going to be doing more interview shows, which this week's What You Talking About Facebook will be replaced with a BalboaCon 2016. Last week's. Last week's. week's. (laughs) Because I'm going to post, I'm going to try to post that uh, uh, hopefully sooner than so hopefully sooner than um, the what you're talking about. All right, and uh, we've got the returning shows, the point five, coming up very soon. Agents of Shield has already started, and we have the Flash coming up on October fourth. So we're going to be reviewing the two episodes that would have happened on Agents of Shield, yep. along with Flash, yep. and then we'll be talking about some upcoming things, but. The point fives will start in just a few weeks, um, and that will be posted back to back with the what you talking about Facebook. Yep, on on Thursday. I cannot wait to talk about these uh, these new shows with you guys because I know some of you in the Geek Chat uh, Facebook group have been. I mean, there's. I think some people, most people, are really have been happy with the with what Agents of Shield are doing. Like I mean, Rich and I haven't really spoken about it too much. Um, you haven't watched it yet. You haven't? No, you haven't. Uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you know, I kind of. Well, I want to. I want to listen to it and I want to watch it. You know, but I'm just kind of like, I'm, 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 I'm scared. I'm ah, scared. don't be scared. It was good. It was you fun. Know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared of it because it's not. Don't be the, scared. Okay. I mean, people were like, "Oh, the CGI was bad," and blah blah blah. And no, bullshit, I, I'm gonna hold all my comments until we do. Okay. I have, okay. I have lots to say about it. Okay. Great. But let's get into this. What we're here for? Let's go over some of our nugget reviews. Yes. And if you're new to the show, nugget reviews are just Des and I talking about what we really liked, what we didn't like. That really, we're not going to go into a full 
uh, review about. We're just going to tell you why we liked it, why we hated it. And I got to tell you, this week's Amazing Spider-Man number 18, Before Dead No More, I was lucky enough to read The Clone Conspiracy number one, which yeah. is the upcoming series of this. And I had some questions, and number 18 answered my questions. Well, good for you. Number 18 <laughs> of Amazing Spider-Man is all about Doc Ock and him just wanting out of the living brain computer robot thing it's anna and peter and i'll tell you this little robot really was he was mean to people i love it of course it's doc ock uh it covers a little bit of what superior was when slot was writing superior spider-man and then it went into a little bit more background of of how doc got into the the living brain and uh how he is going to get out so yes, i cannot wait I cannot wait to uh, for a dead no more. Like I can't, I can't wait to see what's going to go on with that. And I'm really upset that Rich got to see it before, before I. But you know, <laughs> what can I, I gotta do? say, uh, so Dan Slott, it's that privilege he has. I do. And R. B. Silva, just they, this was a great, great issue. Loved it. So one of my nuggets is uh, Black Hammer number three. Loved if, it. If you're not reading it, you really should. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Lemire uh, is just really, it's a really great story. It is. I it's really a Justice <laughs> League Elseworld told by Jeff Lemire. F- at Dark Horse. At Dark Horse. Yeah, this is exactly like, I can totally see what, you know, Jeff was trying to do with this book and why it would have been awesome as a uh, JLA um uh elseworld story and i and i really wish that dc was in the business of doing elseworld stories because i went like when i was at the last con when i was in San, uh, actually when i was in san diego i actually went and started buying some of those elseworld books because because they're awesome they're just these kind of one and done books that, that you can you know go and enjoy about these about these characters but in a different reality yeah they, there's a twist to the characters you love but what's really good about this book is I think that because it didn't have DC's restriction, Jeff was able to do so much more with it. You know, in this in this you know issue, we have Barbalian, who was you know the the alien from Mars. I mean, sound familiar? But in this one, like we find out what's going on with him, and 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 he just is. I mean, I was kind of a little like you know, um, I mean, part of it was kind of weird because in his society they're much more warlike, and and he was much more of a diplomat. But then you come to find out a little bit later that that you know he's gay like so he's a gay martian alien and i'm just like is well he add to it he's a gay martian alien now stuck on this world that's not his yeah exactly because they they kind of sent him to earth as sort of as sort of a because they don't like him and his family and it's like were they all gay i, d- I don't know what's going on with it but i really wish like i know because was it that was one thing that was, that was kind of conflicted about was because because he was soft in a world that was much more barbaric. Did that? Did he have to be gay? Is, is that why he was gay or something? So I'm really interested about what's going on and the story that Jeff has to tell. Who do you Jeff's think he's tell. in love with? Um, I think he's in love with the uh, the the main guy, um, the big older guy. Really? Yeah, I think that's because that's the that is the only weird love triangle that we can have because i think i think golden golden gal i think golden gal likes him though because he was crying at the end and i think she really likes um barb 
Yeah, and she wants to be with him too. So we're getting into the much more love dynamics about these group of people who have been together for like years. So I really enjoyed the book. I really think that you should be reading it or you know get it in trade. I don't know. It was such. It, it is such a good book. I you know really what this believe. didn't include is the bonus story. It says it does. I know that was kind of weird. Yeah. You know, but it's fine. I'm sure it'll pop up some other way. I I don't know. I didn't even I didn't even mind that it wasn't there. Like I I, I didn't either. The story was great. The story is amazing. So if you're not reading Black Hammer, you really should. It's really really good. Now the next nugget we seem to agreed on all of them so far, but the next one is Superman number seven. Um, We're gonna agree on this one too. I think we do. We both love this. Uh, it's got my favorite artist on it. One of my favorite artists on it, and I'm just so excited by it because this is this is what we needed. We needed a day in the life of the Smiths. Yes, I do not like that last name either, it's but it's generic. It's, it's you know John Clark and Lois Smith. So I really wish it was different. <clears throat> I really hope that the um, the people of the town are just like. Okay, we know who you are, you know, because because that's the thing. Like he looks just like Clark Kent when he puts on the glasses. So it's like, uh, so that that's why his secret identity really doesn't work anymore. When you think about it, like mm-hmm. it works for John, but it's like, you know, if Clark Kent ever does anything on like the television news and they see him as a reporter, they're gonna be like, hey. Clark Smith, you look an awful light like him. Well, I mean, she should have dyed her hair blonde. Like they should have done something, something but, a little bit more. But but again, that, that's just a minor gripe. Well, right, I was going to say minor gripe. Minor I gripe. like it because this is number seven, and it was a nice little one and done between the first arc and then one coming up. Yep, and it was necessary. Oh yeah, it really. It I think it introduced a lot of plots to come because you know they have they set up that there's a journalist um opportunity for him in their town yep uh it set up a little a little friendship that i think was always missing from batman and son where john has the next door neighbors little girl that you know it's like one of those kind of like hi i'm a girl you're a boy yeah john's Uh, more relatable grandpa than damien ever was yeah grandpa was like um grandpa knows the secret he has to know the secret Mm, uh i don't know I I just really liked and, and like any any and the whole thing at the end the whole thing at the end when they're on the roller coaster and Clark left because he had he had uh what was it lactose, uh, lactose intolerance so he had to leave to <laughs> to, to stop uh, uh them from stealing the this is the whole book was just so kitschy was so it was so fun it it didn't take itself seriously nope. I loved oh and then the whole thing with him and Batman when when he's just flying around helping everyone and Batman's all like I don't need your help. I need you for help and he's like. I don't need to be asked, like, for me, better start. And I'm like, fuck you, Batman. <laughs> and then he, I, you know, what's really beautiful is um, there's just one little square at the bottom of, like, page three or four. And it's Superman sitting on the edge of the Daily Planet building. And it's just a side shot, him and the sun and the cape. And the art in this was so amazing. Yep. And great he's like, book. good morning. You know, Great it's just, book. It's just such a great, great, great book. Um, so now we're probably going to differ on this. This next I one. didn't read it, so it's okay. Ew. So this is this is one of my nuggets. It's Aquaman number seven. I cannot stop seeing in the praises of this book. I am just in it to win it. I love the story about Aquaman trying to you know make his hit make Atlantis fetch, and I just you know, with with the other worlds and and he is a like he is a he's a king. He's a, he's they are a sovereign nation and. 
and I just love the thing with with the uh, with the, the dirge and the dirge is he's trying to talk to the people, trying to get them to work together, and and there's a there's another conspiracy going on. So it's gonna of course it's gonna lead him to like Black Manta, and there's Black Manta who's solidifying his rule over Nemo. It's just really a lot of like intrigue and stuff going on, and just I just love it. And I love Aquaman who's trying to you know be both. He's trying to be both, like a, a a king and and a member of the Justice League, and he keeps looking at the card, and he's just like, I don't know if I'm welcome there anymore, and he's really thinking about what what Superman said to him. It's just a really really good book, a lot of emotion, a lot of you know, a, a lot of character building, especially with Black Manta. This is this is one of DC's best books, and if you're not reading it, I really wish that you would. It's really really good and really really worth it. So. Um, so now we're going to get on to our, our other reviews, or which are our regular reviews, in which we go into a much more in-depth um, review of the books. So uh, what is our first book, Rich? Our first one, we're, con- we're continuing on with the DC Rebirth theme, and this is Trinity, number one, written and... Drawn. Yeah, yeah. written and drawn by Francis Manipal. Steve Wands did the lettering. Um... That's it. I mean, th- he did a lot of it. Yeah, he, he did, did most of it. He did pretty much all of it. I got to, but he doesn't <coughs> buy number three. Oh, who's doing a number three? It's Clay Man will oh. be the artist. Okay. Um, so Which is, part of me is kind of fine with that because I think sometimes you know if he used to come back and do like an arc and then the yet into the next arc is someone else, I think that gives him as a writer it gives him the ability to kind of like catch up and catch his breath. No, I agree. You know, and it's Clay Man, and. I don't think their styles exactly match, but Clayman is is a great artist in yeah. his own right. Yeah, and I think I think the art will be pretty much okay, don't you think? Oh yeah, I think no, it'll be fine. I do. Um, so this was this was a much needed issue in yep. the fact that it's Diana and Clark or Diana and Bruce going to actually meet the family of Clark, Lois, and John Smith. And it addresses a lot of the things from the old New 52 in way of, I love how Diana and Lois have that, you know, you were dating him, I was dating him, and Diana flat out says what she says. Um, Which I think is great. Like, she was just like, I've gotten over the death of my Superman. So we've missed a Trinity. New 52 really didn't have a Trinity book. We really didn't see the three of them. We did towards the end of the New 52. I think we did, but we only got to see the Buddy Squad. We got to see that world's finest when it was just Batman and Superman. Yeah. And Wonder Woman would just pop in. And then we had Wonder Woman and Superman as, right. as a team. And Bruce would pop in. And Bruce would pop in. So there exactly there was no like there was no cohesion between them as superheroes. I mean every every now and then they get together for some bullshit with, with Justice League, but but there was no like if this is DC's like first family i guess then yeah we needed a book like this and i love it and it was the first couple pages just how everything is laid out wonder woman gets a page and the eagles behind her and it's a gorgeous picture her with a wild boar on her back and then batman and you get the bats behind him i love how he travels with his own bats though (laughs) um and then it really does take a couple pages but it's superman coming out and you see the the giant s the shield and you also learn how he gets into the farmhouse from wherever he is, not to, you know, it's not like Superman. Sp- that always bothered me with Spider-Man. He's swinging through, and then he just kind of goes in a building. 
But this actually shows Superman going well, yeah, he underground. He comes out of the skylight. Yeah, but still, I mean, I'm a nosy neighbor. I'd see that. You are Miss Kravitz. Um, I am. <laughs> I really am. But and I love it that he's like, "What are you doing here?" And Clark is like, "What are you doing here?" And Lois is like, "I invited them." And she's like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Is that a bore?" And then fucking Jonathan laser beams them all. Well, they, yeah, because he was looking out. He was looking out to see who it was. Well, he was, yeah, he was using if you, his. If you don't read the book, you yeah, little he, John, he, he can't master his powers yeah, yet. Yeah, his uh, his heat vision. So he was using his X-ray his, vision, and then it turned into heat vision. And he's it, Wonder Woman, of course. She's all like, "Ooh, I got it with my bracelet." And of course, Batman went flying. Just took it it in was the great. Chest. Just took it in the chest. That was hilarious. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then Bruce and and Clark were talking about sidekicks and bringing your child into it. And we get the fucking Rainbow Batman but again. But you know, that was from, see, that's Bruce, that's um, uh, Clark's reckon, re- reminiscing. I don't think when Bruce says, I don't I don't remember that. So oh, from It's From the Other World. Exactly. Oh, so I so like again, that. So again, the timelines are so, see, that's another thing that kind of made me confu- confused me. Because if it's a whole other world, then it's not a separate timeline, you know, or... Or, or something is there's something more going on because Wonder Woman's recollection is what Greg Ruck is doing right now, exactly. Which that page was gorgeous, and I gotta say we're gonna talk about this in another book we're reviewing today later on, but a couple of the books this week do an amazing job of doing what was wrong with the old New Fifty Two. In this world, the books are more connected, exactly, and we're getting. We're getting the story of Wonder Woman and her talking about it in another book. It's not it's not just her book we're we're referencing anymore. Yep. It's other stories. So like she talks about the cheetah and she talks about her friend that's been there since the beginning and now I'm trying to help her. And that also goes along with the whole, you know, I'm not here for Clark. My Clark is dead. This is your Clark. Don't worry. Which leads to a really great moment at the end between Lois and Diana about you'll always have someone here. Yep. Like they're not they're not rivals. Uh-uh. You know. Uh-uh. And I liked it. Like I just thought it was a like just to echo what Rich said, I 100% liked the book. I thought it was necessary. It needed it needed to happen because if they're trying to, if DC is trying to build this much more, you know, this much more uh, cohesive, cohesive world, then we need we need books like this to do it. And and this is what was missing. Like this this book, this book is the heart of the Trinity so far. And I really hope that it's able to continue that. And I really hope that uh, Man Paul is able to to continue to weave in those stories mm-hmm. and not. One thing I'm worried about is that it doesn't become too much talking heads. But with with what happened at the end, I don't think that's going to happen. So no, I think the talking heads was good for the first issue. Exactly. We needed to get them all on the same page, you know, and we needed someone to do that. And, and the other is, thing I really yeah. liked is this week we got a Batman, we got a Superman, and last week we got the Wonder Woman. Yep. And each book has its own direction has its own purpose, and then this one actually brings it together. Yep. Much like the old Trinity, was it Matt Wagner did? Uh, yes. From long-ass yeah. time ago. I missed this book. Yep. And Manipal did an amazing job as the writer, and the artist, artist, and everything, colorist. The colors, the palettes. It's just like he cares. He, he used very soft palettes when needed, um, but then for like 
the up close, there's not really a lot of fighting going on, but what little action there is, he really just, it, it yeah. was a great book. It, seems like it, it really shows that he cares. Yep. And I really like that. And I'm glad that he is being, um, you know, rewarded, hopefully, for, for what was going on. So the next book we're going to do, uh, I had a little, there's a little accident. So I'm going to go over this book real quick. And Des is going to do one by himself at the end of the podcast. So the book I'm going to review right now that I accidentally screwed up and gave him the wrong book was Revolution Number 1 from IDW. The writer is John Barber and Colin Bunn. Art by Fico Asio. Colors by Sebastian Cheng. Letters by Tom B. Long. This is basically Hasbro's giant crossover. You've got G.I. Joe versus Transformers versus Rom versus Action Man with Mask to Come. Um, I had some issues with it, but otherwise, as a fan of these properties, I loved it. The gist is that Of course you did. I You're did. a Hasbro fanboy. I loved this. The art is gorgeous. I don't this artist is new to me. I don't know where he's from. He has a mix of uh Nick Bradshaw and really like just the it looks kind of Nick Bradshaw. It's very strong. It is. He draws the Transformers giant compared to the people. Uh in this world, the Transformers have landed. There was a huge war with the Decepticons. So the people on Earth do not trust the giant robots. G.I. Joe has reformed after this problem that, that, that they had. Uh, the original G.I. Joe is there. Uh, Scarlet is in command. And there's a flood. The Transformers are trying to help. G.I. Joe sees it as something else, so they start attacking. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Soundwave. I love Soundwave. He sets off an EMP bomb, which stops all the Joe stuff from working. And it doesn't right, affect the uh, Transformers, huh? Nope, because they're living. Oh. Uh, and then the shit hits the fan because Rom comes down, Space Knight of the Soul Star Order, and he kills the original G.I. Joe. Now, and he kills a bunch of other humans. Scarlet sees this as because he looks like a Transformer, he's one of them. So he's like, uh, no, we're done. She's like. Yeah, she's, yeah. But the thing is, if you've been reading Rom's book, you know that the dire wraiths have taken over humans on this earth, whether they're high profile or just nobodies. And unfortunately, it looks like the original G.I. Joe was taken over, which means he's been dead for how long that the race took him over. Uh, Rom flies off. More fighting between, you know, G.I. Joe. Rom's like, I'm out. He does. He doesn't even say what he's there for. He doesn't explain. This is where I have the problem. But this is where the Why problem lies for me. Why does he have to? He's so th- This is the problem for me. It's much like hero versus hero in Secret or Civil War, but in this we want to see the big properties fight, and I can't wait for the the them to you know get together. So it, it fit it. Um, he took out uh, the Joes. Took out Jazz's arm, uh, and then they all take off. But something that shows good faith is Soundwave turns their. Um, the communications back on for them because they have wounded and it's like and of course prime's like good you know good work but it's really cool that they don't want to hurt the humans and this was their way of saying fine you have wounded Soundwave did that Soundwave did it yeah mm-hmm. he's on the tide of good for now uh the transformers book have been amazing but after they all leave you know what Scarlet says Optimus Prime and the Transformers just declared war on planet Earth and it's down to G.I. Joe to win it. To be continued, I was like, oh my God. So this is a fun book. 
<laughs> Sounds amazing. It was a lot of fun, and it's a cover by Treadmore, and you know how much we love Treadmore here at the Geek Chat. So, new things coming. So, so it was. So you liked it, then? I did. Okay. I did. As a and, and maybe my my glasses are all rosy because I love Transformers it and sounds, GI it Joe. It seems like it, dear. It, it does. Seems like it, but that's fine. That is that is one hundred percent okay. Okay, so I'm y- glad that you won. Oh, so now I'm gonna do mine now. Yeah, we'll just do them real quick. You, I did mine now. You so Britannia. <laughs> We uh, were I was supposed to read, and I did not have time because we're doing this early. So I had to read it. So you didn't have to. Okay, you did have to. So <laughs> it is a new Valiant property, and that's fine. I really like Valiant books, so I would have. Pro- I mean, I try. I would have tried anyway. So there, it's a uh, Britannia number one by Peter Milligan. Uh, artist was Juan Jose Rip. The color artist was Jordi Belair. Letterer was Dave Sharp, and uh, yeah, it was. Um, it's a thick book. Yes, a lot <laughs> of stuff. A in here. lot, and it's about it's about the Romans during the time of Nero, and there are these oracles, and they're you know virgin women who are not really virgin women. Virgin women. Uh, oh not. my! And then um, they have to keep the eternal flames of of Rome. <gasps> the so Bengals' eternal flame. Let me finish. Close your eyes. So, so anyway, uh, so there's this one guy who they who they have deemed to be like uh, the savior, a savior of Rome or something, and and he stops these cultists as you know Rome during that time was you know spreading out. You know, to I want to say that to up towards England and whatnot. So, um, long story short, there's this all this intrigue and Nero's crazy. Lot of lot of like you know naked. A lot of sex. Lot of no, not really a lot of sex. There's a lot of naked old men, you know, running around. Some fat men too. Yeah, chopping each other. I mean, like Sunday. It was weird. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) I mean, like yesterday. Uh, Like yesterday. uh, So. But the, so you're thinking that it's some weird supernatural stuff, and and I'm sitting there reading it, and you know, uh, Rip is a fantastic artist, so like the blood is really great. It's just, you know, I'm like reading it, and I'm like, okay, and then they're and then like the cultists, they were supposed to appease, they're trying to kill this virgin to appease this god, but the god didn't get appeased, and so it's back, and it's this giant mass like eating parts of england and so he has to stop it it was just and like the oracles know what's going on or something of course they do they're oracles yeah but but we don't know if they are or not i think one of them is real and the other ones are just doing it for. so like, it's like beyonce like and then those other those other destiny's children <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> so i i don't know like the book the book is it is what it is, and if you like like Roman history and lots of blood and, and naked fat men, net naked fat men getting getting cut up, and then Nero being a complete asshole, you know, and lots of blood everywhere, then it's a book for you. I mean, I, I just I don't know if I'm gonna read the next one. I, I think it might read better as a trade because it's a it. There's a lot here. There's a lot. There's a lot to get through, and if and if and it, and it's intrigue. Like there, there, there's intrigue. The hell? And that's the monster at the end. So Rich is looking through the book right now, wow. and that's the thing at the end, and that's that's what's in Britannia. And so the guy, the main guy, is being sent there to deal with it. And this is 
what the cultists Antonius. were trying to yeah that's this is what the cultists were trying to stop with the sacrifice that he stopped but it was on the order of the oracles to stop the sacrifice so oh. that's why i'm thinking something's going on with the oracles or something i don't know but so, it was just a really it was just a really like i mean it was interesting but at the same time i'm just kind of like i'm not really kind of getting it and then at the <laughs> end i was like okay i kind of get it and then so i love rip's work yeah. i think he is one of the most underrated artist he's amazing but this style he has style has changed yeah since he did um no hero which if you have never read no hero it is a great great book and his his art style there is much wilder i feel oh, like no, no, this no. he this is, is not wild at all no he's reined in and it's mm. very it's still very exp- like express expressive yeah I mean, explosive like that like like seriously like the blood and and the gore i was just like okay like i wasn't expecting that in a valiant book something uh, different they really are trying yeah yeah this is this would definitely be more of a max title and that's what you know rip's art styles kind of is because he did like that that wolverine that was really mm-hmm. like you know the best of theirs like he did that book and that was just really like that was a max title so so he's no stranger to drawing that you know graphic stuff and it was and it's fine it's just it's just the storyline. I was just like, okay, you know. So I don't know if I'm going to read the next one. I might pick it up in trade because, again, I do like his artwork. But um, I'm not so sure about the actual story because I'm not a – like, I just don't care about Romans. So, so. Roman history mixed with some uh, demon – Well, love, Lovecraftian kind of stuff because well, it was like this giant pink blobish sort of thing. Of John eyes. Carpenter's thing kind of thing. I don't know. It was just – very, 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 very bizarre. Well, so, if any of you read it and want to comment, give us your opinions. Always head to Facebook, look up The Geek Chat, become a member, and let us know what you think. Yeah, so um, as always, it's the time in the uh, in the show where we want to let you know how you can find us and come and be a part of The Geek Chat Magic. You can always find us at thegeekchat.com. Um, I'm, up, I'm still updating the stuff, so we're, we're a little backlogged, but I'm trying to get it all taken care of, so definitely go to thegeekchat.com. You can send us emails at uh, thegeekchat at gmail.com um, you can always check us out on SoundCloud that is the place where we have all of our stuff at so um, all five seasons is on SoundCloud everything we've ever done is on SoundCloud so take a look uh, search the Geek Chat you can go to Facebook's un- Facebook under the group section and join the Facebook group um, it's where Rich and I and all of our other you know geek friends and colleagues talk about uh you know comic book stuff all kinds of stuff you know we post on there and we talk about it it's a very active board so if you want to join it please feel free to do that uh go to facebook group search the geek chat and join the join it uh we're also on stitcher tumblr google plus because why not and we're getting ready to start up on youtube we do a um uh we do the show on mixlr live normally on uh, Mondays, and then we also do a uh, a Facebook uh, live feed as well. Last week's live feed was a little wonky, so we're trying to fix that, um, and we're gonna try to put those Facebook um, those Facebook um, live feeds on YouTube. So so always, you know, so so we're, we're trying to do big things here. So, but again, always search the Geek Chat. You know, go into Google, search the Geek Chat. You'll definitely be able to find what we're doing when we're doing it. All right, I'm done. Go ahead. All right. So the next book we're going to review Ew. is <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Shakes a lot. Civil War Two. They lied in that book. Number five. They lied book in that book. Two months to come out. They lied in that book. They lied. Yeah, we were supposed to find out what was going on with his powers. powers yep. and we did not. Well, it's been extended. Another now, so. another shock ending. 
All right, so the writer, Brian Michael Bendis, the artist, David Marquez, the artist, Sean Isaacs, color artist, Justin Ponsor, letter is VCs, Clayton Cowles, and the designer was Victor Oka. And I got to say, the cover artist was Marco Zizervic, and I will say that's a gorgeous cover. It is a gorgeous cover. Um, so yeah, we find out uh, nothing about Ulysses Powers. Mm-hmm. But we do get another vision that from he, Ulysses. That he's, she's, bitch is super powerful. Is he sending like, is who is he sending these? Like, to he, everyone. Like, he's, like everyone who was a superhero got this message? Or only, something? yeah, it's only. It's so weird. It's like. He can send his little tele, telepathic bands future, out. Yeah, his telepathic future bands out and let people, whoever he wants to know what is going to happen now. And then. Thanks, Karnak, for teaching him how to do that. And then because of that. Uh, well, let's start from the beginning. A fight ensues. Yay! And like the whole issue is a giant fight scene about people talking about their egos, talking about why they wanted to do this stuff. Is it wrong? Is it right? There's a lot of talking heads fighting. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. It's just giant talking heads. You know, who's in the right? I don't know. Do you care? I don't know. But they're they're really kind of just that, that that literally is, is all the is what's going on. And then at the end, you know, Ulysses gets another, you know, um, prophetic, you know, inkling of the of the possible future in which miles morales kills captain america really and then and then after all that captain marvel says you're under arrest you're under arrest and i'm like are you fucking kidding me like this i don't know what's going on with this but what i loved i will say what i loved was ms marvel running over to her to her friend saying no 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 this can't be right that plays and Miles and they're fucking crying. That plays on what we said yes. last episode about how the side stories for these kids are a little bit more interesting than the main book. Yes, because literally it is just the adults it is just the adults like yelling at each other about like you know, it it, it really for me the fight has turned into it literally has turned into literally a a war in like a comment section on something like that's what it's turned into <laughs> like they're all trying to like look i'm right i'm wrong you know you don't think i know about what's going on blah 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 and like i mean there's cool fight scenes i mean uh blue marvel versus uh luke, luke cage. cage who shows up i guess you know he wasn't invited but he showed up anyway uh and then he knocks nova into space and then he's like oh shit then he has to go fly save Nova to save nova because he hit him too hard and I'm thinking, is Miles Morales going to kill Hydra Captain America? Is, is, is Captain America going to do some shit? That's always the thing about it, is we never know the circumstances in which these futures come to pass. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem, you know? Is is Miles killing Captain America and it's justified, justifiable homicide because Captain America was trying to kill everybody because he's Hydra? Is that is that the big reveal we're going to get? So two of the books this week, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy plays into what happened in issue four and five. And I thought that was great, by the way, side you know, side stories go. But all new Wolverine says what exactly is going on. Had you not come and started it, this wouldn't have happened. Everyone no. has a choice. So in no, all who new, had not come and started this? If Shield had not come and Captain America had not come for old man Logan, nothing would have happened. And exactly. she says it's your fault. And now I know why that uh, Wolverine is an enemy of the state because she basically said, I'm done with S.H.I.E.L.D., don't follow us, we're going to go where S.H.I.E.L.D. can't find us, thus making her an enemy of the state because she went against them. So if they hadn't come for Old Man Logan, 
none of it would have happened. Of course not. And I feel like that last scene, like you said, what's gonna what is gonna make Miles do this? What is gonna be the the catalyst which sets this off? And is it because of something he did, a meaning Cap did, or is it gonna be something that Captain Marvel did? So in that I want to see where it's played out, but unfortunately, I think I'm going to be disappointed because they're going to take this story in a direction that I think you and I are not. Like, we want we want this to be organic stories coming out of a, a something set in motion, but I feel like Ulysses is their, their way of making something happen. Yeah, he's the deuce ex machina, like, 100% in this whole story, and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. Like, at this point, like, at the beginning, it was kind of cool, but I think, like... After you know this many issues, it's kind of been I'm like I don't care anymore. It's like prophetic well, prison after it's it's like vision after vision after vision after vision after vision and and like fucking Carol Danvers is just being led around by the nose. I'm like really Carol, really that this is who you're gonna be? Mm-hmm. Like you're just gonna like I mean what happened to like due process and and why like and then and and yeah they have touched on that a little bit, but but I just don't like at this point I'm just like really. Do you think that the hype machine for this book? is matching the book no no i, I think it did at the beginning but because right now point- the, the back of the book I, I asked that question listeners because we're we're almost done and i turned the book over to put and i'm like the marvel universe has reached a turning point no, really they have not reached a turning point a turning and then point. i'm not going to read all this but it's like uh protect the future or change the future that is their big thing that they were going for protect the future or change the future um, but it's not that simple. Correct. And, that, and, that's, and, that's, and is that is that what we're trying to do? Is is that is that the thing that's happening in this? Like it doesn't. I don't think it needs to be as on such, such a grand scale as they're doing it right now. It's uh, like and like uh. really like they're they're acting stupid for no reason. It's like okay, you know. You know like, the last civil war. I understood they wanted everyone to give their real name up and become registered. It's a plausible thing. I can see. Us having two different reasons about this. But this whole thing about seeing the future, it, I just feel like, you know, the new now is going to start. Now starts in October with the champions. All the new books that happen after this are now happening when the event is not even over. Which doesn't make sense to me. That so we're going to know. So bad. Right. So what are they going to do? So horrible. They can't not put these out. Riri has to become Iron Man. Doom has to become Iron Man. So are we going to have another first six issues? Iron Man has to become Doom. <laughs> that could be. But is it going to be another six issues where we can't talk about eight months just like Secret Wars did because the event wasn't over by the time they relaunched? Yes. That's I'm answering that question. Yes. Yeah, I know it's going to be. We're going to get filler issues until the story is done. And, and then sucks. they're going to go back. Just like they're it finally going to do the death of X, the eight-month gap between them being late with the thing, the event, and the new relaunch. We're getting it a year later. And then we're finally going to get the... IVX. Yeah, and then that. what is that going to put into Resurrection. So I'm hoping the X-Men get a little bit. Of course bit. they have to do that because they fucking scrapped everything about the new, new, human, new the, the Inhumans. That's, that's Marvel. I, you know what? At that point, actually, I'm kind of fine. With the uh, resurrection or whatever they're fucking gonna call it, I am it. too. I think Marvel might realize no one wants the Inhumans. No, they don't. They kept trying to make Inhumans fetch, and they're not. No, so get the fuck out of here with that. Seriously, I'm I have sorry. so many customers that come through every day 
who are ex-fans, who don't care about the Inhumans. I have customers. You were here on Wednesday. Guy came in. He's like, take Inhumans off my list. I don't want it. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to read it, and I really wanted to like it. Like, I really wanted to like it. I really gave it, like, six issues. I gave it more than- You gave it more than six actually, issues. Actually, I gave it more than six you issues. Were hold, you held on. You went on through the last Inhumans run. And I was just and like- And this new one. If they had done more of the Quiet Room from Secret Wars- where it was the family and it was that, I think that would be cool. And and humans started out cool with the power play between his son and him. Yep. They've dropped all those yep. all those plot lines. For for what? I don't know. So anyway, um these Marvel Civil War. Uh, I just think Marvel is doing these things, these things with the um with the events and they need to cool their heels, seriously. They need to cool their heels. I agree. Okay. Next books we're gonna do is the first and correct me if I'm wrong, Rich. This is the first crossover for the DC Rebirth. Uh, Rebirth. Yep, it's it's uh, between three books. Okay, so this is an event. It's a DC event. It's but, a mini event. But but I think this is an event, and I think and I I am excited for events like this from DC because it shows continuity with within the, within the titles. It's quick enough, I think, that it can be in and out. And we're on to new things. Yes, that's what I'm excited about. Like, for and it, I got I on one week, we get two issues of of the event that is self-contained in three books. Amazing. Thank and you, DC. We get Thank detective you. next week. Thank you so much, DC. Thank you so much and for doing that. Earlier, I had mentioned about a, a bigger universe, and in Batman, we get a name drop and something given to Batman. Well, not given. I bet he bought it. But it just shows a tighter universe. Yes. Finally, and I think, and and if they were to, and if and if Marvel was to adopt something like this, like they used to, they used I th- to, I think it would be so much better. Like I really like this. You know, I was so a often, sucker for the mutant massacre. Exactly. I bought Thor, which I didn't buy. I bought Power Pack. Oh, I bought Power Pack anyhow. Uh, but thing. it was all the X books. Yeah, same thing with Fall Immune. It's the same thing. It's uh, yeah. something really quick, something really quick and small to make sure that the continuity is all together with these core books, and then it's gone. Like I cannot wait for them to do something like that in Superman. I can't wait for them to do something like that in Wonder Woman when, the, if and when they split it up into two books. I can't wait for them to do something like that with Teen Titans and Titans. Like I want that to happen. So you're getting your wish this winter. Because Suicide Squad is going to be with the Justice League. There you go. And it's going to be a cell. It's going to be six issue miniseries, bleeding into the Suicide Squad book and the Justice League book. Perfect. You know, I don't need to buy an extra fucking book. It's the same price. You know, as as a normal as the normal series. It, fine. Like I love this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, DC, for doing this. Now. And I have to say, these two issues are pretty good. Uh, mm. The Nightwing. I didn't. Nightwing mm. had a little. We'll get into it. So let's do this. I will get ready. Uh, so for Batman number seven, part one of Night of the Monster Man, and I'm glad it just says Night of the Monster Man, not month of or year of. It was <laughs> the plot was Steve. Six months of the Monster Six Man. Six months. No, that would be it, it, Civil War. Six months to a year yeah. of the Monster Man. So the writer, the plot, I'm sorry, the plot was Steve Orlando, awesome, and Tom King. Script was Steve Orlando. Pencils and inks. Riley Rossmo, I, uh, I my head exploded. I love his art. I was art. not expecting it. I was so excited okay. that he got so this. When hold I started on, looking, hold on, hold on. Real quick, when I started looking at it, mm-hmm. I said this looks awfully familiar. And then I saw it was Rossman. I was like, oh my god. DC work. I'm Surprise. so happy. I've been a fan of his for a I long time. Uh, colors by Ivan Plasencia. Letters by Duran Bennett. Um, 
So part two was in Nightwing, and oh, we're gonna do both at the same yeah, time? just okay. doing both. We'll just talk about both. So uh, part two was Steve Orlando and Tim Seeley did the story. Uh, script was by Steve Orlando. Artist was Roge Antonio, and uh, Chris. So Sotomayor, sorry, did the is a colorist, and the letters was by Carlos M. Man- Mangul, was the letterer. Uh, yeah, and a whole bunch of variant covers, of course. So, the two books, uh, Hugo Strange, muscle bound, naked, bench pumping. Well, I like. I've always been a fan of Hugo Strange. I've always been a fan of him. Um, back there was a Monster Man that was done that. Um, which is funny. There's a Monster Man that was done by. Uh, Matt Wagner a while ago with Hugo Strange as well. Is that two times his name has come up today? Yes, because Matt Wagner is is a fantastic writer and artist, and you should read his stuff. And I think DC is just like, hey, you know, he did some stuff in the in the you know in the early two thousands or late nineties, and let's let's do that again. Mm-hmm. And so, and let's re- redo that. So yeah, um, uh, Hugo Strange has always been synonymous with trying to make things uh, perfect, him him himself included. Um, that's why he always, he's, he's always, he's always been short and he has that weird kind of neck beard Amish thing. And then he, and he's always like, I'm going to be strong. Neck beard. And so he, and so he like, he, he's like, he strengthened his mind and his body, you know, but he could never be Batman. And so he wanted to make these monster men. And so these people who were treated by him became monsters. There was four of them and, um, they're all attacking Gotham. And I liked what I liked about these books is is number one batman is like okay this is i know who this is it's it's hugo strange and he and he used these detective powers along with sparrow who is uh duke and i liked that all of them together are working as I thought his team. name was lark i thought it was sparrow or lark it is lark sorry it's lark you're I'm sorry i thought it was sparrow but it's lark you're right um but i liked it that they're all working together as a team 100 percent team yeah like, and they're, and they're until one get, doesn't listen well yeah of course <laughs> that's what happens but I, but i still liked it that they were working as a team yeah and like, all of them and they were trying to get this all done it, you know it was all the bat people they're all working together to get it done but what's great about it is in commissioner gordon even says you unfortunately are all still vigilantes we can't be seen working with you and of course they have a clay face on their side so they made it work. Yeah, Clayface became a police officer. That was awesome. He be not only became one, he became, a, whole he bunch became of them. a lot of them, yeah, spreading order, his body out in order to. And that's I didn't know he could do that. But what I think is cool because of course he should be able to be he should be able to do that to control various portions of his body. But he was using them all just to corrupt people and get them out of the city. It's just like the book shows them as a team working together, like detective. Now I I don't know, like. Like I want to know what what's going on with Hugo Strange and why he's doing this, and so like the the monsters themselves, while looking grotesque, were kind of like really like I don't know they they, they were really kind of I thought they were a bit bit too grotesque I don't know because I always thought that I've always thought that Hugo Strange was about making people like the pinnacle and but not making so much monsters but maybe I'm I'm I. I'm reading him a bit wrong, his character wrong. I don't know. In this new world, I in think. In this new yeah. world, I guess this is what's going on. So, but I, I loved in Nightwing we get to see Gotham Girl fighting her, fighting her her fear in order to to go and take out the stuff. And Nightwing's like, you need, you should stop, you should stop. You know, you your powers could kill you. And, and I don't know if he's gonna, I don't know if she's gonna die. I hope she doesn't die. I hope not. I loved. I really it. like her. I do too. One of the things I was talking about connectivity is in. Uh, 
when Batman is fighting this first baby monster with the giant head, head and, and the mouth. I love it. It was just so like that was really like ugh. That is one of Riley Rosmo's. Um, that's what he brings to the table here. His his weird little monsters. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, so Batman has to eject out of the Batplane and has wings. And it says, uh, remind me to thank John Henry. Steel was right. Handles like a dream. And I was like, yes, finally. It's two books now we're getting with Steel. And his armor is being more, you know, Batman's using it now. Well, I was yeah. so happy that they even mentioned that. I was not happy that he's fucking another plane blew up. Oh, he's this? rich. He can afford all these goddamn planes. <laughs> so I, I was annoyed by that. So one of the things I absolutely loved in this Batman issue was the art. Riley Rosmo draws an amazing Batman. The monsters were great. Spoiler, good little part was spoiler in it. Uh, she's trying to help corral the members of gotham uh i don't remember which book it was in but with um the orphan sitting on the ledge was it in nightwing uh, no i think it was in batman oh actually. it was in one of them so orphan is there she's sitting on this rock formation above and people are like taking photos of her it was so funny and when asked about it you know she's not no, here sorry, it was in nightwing sorry she's not here to be trusted She's here to watch over us because she's used to fighting monsters. It's just little character moments. Yep. And then when Bullock says, what did you do? Did your dog just die? And Steph- I expected Stephanie to slap him. And, you know, we know why she's upset. She just yeah. lost Tim. But little moments. Steve Orlando's name is on both. And I cannot wait for his Justice League of America. And I just, I'm so excited to what he's going to bring to the table. Yes. So, if you're not reading Monst- uh, the Night of the Monster Men, you really should be reading it. It's only two ninety nine. It'll be over quickly. By the end know, of the month. Yeah, you can get it, read it, and just be done with it. And That's the next issue it. is Detective Comics, which comes out uh, uh, next week. Next week. Can't so wait. You can't. Well, it comes out this Wednesday, actually. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it comes out in two days. <laughs> or three days. Or whatever day you're listening whatever to Whatever day you're listening to. That's right. So, oh, you were not a fan of the number one, The, the Rebirth. Book. This cyborg. Book. I'll do it. This cyborg book. All right. Oh, this, this, this cyborg book. <laughs> oh. So in case you didn't hear, we're doing cyborg number one. Oh, geez. Oh, this John book. Semper Jr. did the writing. Paul Pelletier did the penciling. Tony Moruz and Scott Hanna did the inks. Guy Major was the colorist. And Rob Lee did the lettering. Um, why did you not like this? Did you just find it to be more filler or... No, I want to hear what you say first. So, as I really, a fan, I really want to know what a, you say. As a fan of the original, like I liked Cyborg from the Teen Titans a lot. Um, from his, you know, Tales of the Teen Titans, New Titans, New Teen Titans, all of it. He, this guy's been through everything. He's been a robot when. No, he hasn't. The Red Star had him when no, the Russians. No, he hasn't. Yeah, he was in mindless no, thing. No, he wasn't. What was he? He was nothing. Because this is his rebirth. Rich. I know. Shut up. So okay. he's but none of that matters anymore, and that's the problem that I have with this book. None of that oh, matters. Oh, that's what it is. None of that fucking matters for this character, and it's oh. annoying to me. It's annoying to me, and I and that's why it's so hard to read this book because they don't know what to do with this character. They have no idea what to do with him, and it's and it annoys the shit out of oh, me. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Everything that's 
everything in this book is generic, and I don't know. And I and that's well, I, I don't want to say generic. They're keeping moments like him and Sarah, the way I mean, he dressed up in the hood. It was very reminiscent. I mean, that was so. I'm working on my remin. I'm reminiscing, okay. and you're like. But I want. I did. It's like. It's like we're reminiscing about that, and those quiet moments were really good. I like those. Don't get me wrong, and and I liked. I liked. He the came over the counter at me. That's how much he's passionate no, right now. No, it's because <laughs> I want this character to be good, and it's like they don't know what to do with him. And it's do you like, don't think this is a start though? This I don't know. I swear that's mechanique too from the old JSA. You know what? I was thinking that looked very familiar because why would they show that person? Mm, I think it's mechanique. You know, and I'm thinking so. I I don't and know. And there's if the woman from the last issue. I don't know if I'm being really. I think that's the unknown uh, unknown soldier. Was no, that it? I don't think it's the unknown soldier. But I I'm just like, and then like just just the characters. Kilgore's back in a but whole like, new body. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too hard on this book. I I don't know. Like I really don't know what, what's going on with this character. It's like I I really want him to be to be strong, and I want him to be like I want him. I don't want to have to reminisce. You know why? Because why is it when What's his name? Uh, Wally West. Wally West. You know, new uh, Wally, old Wally, uh, old Wally, old when Wally. He fucking touches all those people. They remember. He doesn't touch. He, why can't Cyborg remember? Them? Like, why can't he remember that? Unfortunately, that isn't the history that they're they're going with. Uh, I just don't see why they like. I think it would have been so better if much... he was a Titan and got graduated up. Well, he already did that, and, and he already did that, and like I just. Not uh, in not in the new fifty two. He was never part of the Titans. No, he wasn't. That's true. That's so true. that would be if if we're talking about what you're talking about, if he was to touch him. But unfortunately, I think now that the movie universe, comic just, book movie yeah. people are going to be going to the movies and seeing him in the next Justice League movie, they really need to give him a clean, clear origin. For the masses to start, but that's the problem, though, because because in the comic books, you know, it, that doesn't match his, his persona in the comic books doesn't match one of the movies either because he was done with the mother box. True, and we have yet to see a mother box in this book. True. So I mean, that again, they don't know what to do with this character, and that's what pisses me off because he is such a, he is such a good character, you know that that they could do something with, and so I'll I'll. I'll pick up the next one because I really want to support this character. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't have. So I'm going to say coming I have, from. I, I don't have all of the answers. Coming from coming from a new reader perspective, which I try to do on all these number ones. If you are looking at it as someone new, a new character, which we all know he's not. I think this issue did a good job of tackling how he feels about his humanity how he feels about what his dad said, making a, a copy. And also to this character who's now been a cyborg not that long, according to this book. Ugh, ugh. But having the having ugh. the discussion with the blind guy about feeling okay. oh boy, he's he's gonna he's reaching over rather, the counter again. I would rather see him a fully fledged person that is not going through that again. I'd rather see him. But what if you didn't know any of this? It doesn't matter. He can reminisce about those about those times, but still be a, a, a and and still respect his past of all things that he'd gone through, and and the whole thing with him and his father, and like this, like oh, like why, like my father and hate his I don't fucking care about that. I you think know? you need to write the the this guy the the writer 
and ask exactly where what point this is coming from. I don't, I don't, I don't know, and, I, and like I want to like it, but it's just like I want him to be, I want him to be a secure African American superhero who just is like, hey, you know, I do this, and then he can kind of reminisce about like, oh, that time was hard, or or give him something to mentor to to go through or something. I don't know. It's just, it's just like this. It's like another rehash. It's, it's all after we rehash. just got a rehash. It's all rehash. I mean, a restart. Yeah. You know? So I will say I miss the Sonic Blaster. Every time we see him now, we get this <sighs> this weird four pronged blaster arm. I miss him plugging. So this is gonna sound so stupid. No! I miss him taking it off his belt. And t- sticking it on his hand, remember the square thing that yeah. he would do, and the songs would come out. No, and I feel, and I thought most of the time he did that because he could set it so he could, he didn't have to harm him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fine, do that, put that shit in there. I don't know. I just, I just don't think you're having that a hard time with this book. I really am because I really <laughs> want to like Cyborg, and I, and I, and I just can't. You know, I just, I just can't. So uh, our, our last book. I don't know about this one. Oh, okay. Our last book is Seven to Eternity. I know people asked in in the um. In the Facebook group, the Geek Chat, if we were going to be ret- uh, reviewing Seven to Eternity, and we left it for the end because we wanted to make you guys listen to everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes, it's Seven to Eternity. It's number one uh, from, from Image, Image Comics, three ninety nine. It's written by Rick Remender, drawn by Jeremy Opina. Nope, Jerome. Jer- thank you, Jerome Opina. Thank you. And uh, colored by Matt Hollingsworth. Letters by Russ Wooten. Edited by uh, Sebastian uh, Gurnier. Gurnier. We'll try that. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. My biggest problem is why is Zorn on the cover and why is he in it? But that is me just being a dick. <laughs> it looks just like Zorn. The character in the back, the character sketches, I would have preferred the not Zorn looking one. But well, I love. I didn't know what was going on. And you really have to go in and you have to... Well, you need to read the first page. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You, you really need to read that very first inside you, cover page. And you need to read the end. You do. You. This book the is ending. one from start to go to the character pages and everything. Yeah. It's a fully realized concept that they have been working on for years. And that's the thing. Like, if you do not read the preface and you do not read the, and you do not read the ending, what they wrote, you really would be really, like, left... Like, I don't know what's going on. So I didn't read that. Oh, you didn't? No, no, no. Oh, I started right away when it said the the journal of Adam Asdis. No, no, no. I don't don't like reading that shit. Part of the book. I don't care. It was a very important part of the book. show me. I am reading reading a fucking (laughs) comic book. Show me. I like it. I don't like reading, like, like, if I want to read a book, I read a fucking book. Show me what's going on. Oh, my God, dude. Really? Come on now. Show me what's going on. You're being, you know, you're being, no. Are you Yeah, I am. This I like this really because it's from the journal. It's taken from almost like the the grandfather who, spoiler alert, dies because he had to. I actually so I liked this book. I loved the art. I loved his writing. I never said that I didn't like the book. Oh, I know, but I liked it. I liked it too. I liked this intro. I'm just saying. The intro let me know what to expect, and I was not lost when I read it. I was lost when I read it. (laughs) And then I had to. Because it even says right here. Where? It says, it tells you all about the Mud King. My father was a proud man who stuck to his guns. We called him the Mud. They even give you his real name, the Growing Power. They tell you why his family was shunned by everyone. uh, Number one, again, (laughs) 
They could have they, they could have drawn this. That'd be like five, six more pages. They I didn't don't need to. Care. Draw it. <laughs> you know, draw it. So anyhow, so can... I read it. And okay. I was like, okay. You know, but 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 again, because Rick Remender is a, is a really good writer, he was able to infer a lot of that oh, yeah. in in what I read. So by the end, I knew what was going on just by the reactions of how people were treating the main character, uh, the fiddler, the, uh, the oh, Blood king, so all all of that stuff. I got, you know, I got, and I was like, okay, you know, it's a fantasy world, uh, world that's fully created by them. It's not an Earth. It's not anything. It's just, it's just their world they created, and it's their physics. It's their whatever, and we just need to go along for the ride. Perfect. All I right, fine. Loved, it's like Conan. You just go. I think the eyes. If you notice in the one palace, the side of the building had eyeballs. Um, eyes are very important, I guess, to the side of good. I thought the battle between him and this weird creature thing was just amazing. Uh, spoiler alert. Remember, we do spoilers here. I thought it was amazing that the man took his life using this weird powers. My question is, is the son going to have these powers? I don't know. Maybe we haven't seen it yet. I don't think he killed himself. Yeah, he stabs himself. No, I think they made him stab himself. Oh, I took it the other way. No, they made I, him stab himself. I saw it as he... To, to to make sure that the Mud King didn't get him, he, he killed, killed himself. himself. Oh. And then the body is sucked under, and that's Into when them. him and his son have this realization. And he he the dad died knowing that the son lied to him. I was like, whoa. And then the, the end riding through these they make their own creatures up. Um I I really I cannot believe how much I enjoyed this book. Cause when I read the preview I read it on the i on my computer, so like I really kind of just look, um, because the art in this you really need to have in your hand. You you really need it for this. I loved it. Cool. And the coloring, the colors were so vibrant. Yeah, they were really really good. So again, I just again I just uh, I like comics. You like um, read it? Yeah, I read you it. You want to read it? Do it. So all right. So yeah, we liked it. And we think you should pick it up and give it a try for, oh, the, for a new book. It was really this, good. And this beautiful creature. Uh, I just, yes, I think that this was a great, great book. Don't know where it's going. Don't even know what the hell we're in for next. But, but it was great. But pick it up. Yeah, it's great. All right, everybody. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I uh, want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Terry Miller. Our sponsor is Terry Miller, who does all the music for the show. Thank you so much for Terry. The mistress. The ma- mistress of the mix board. The mistress. I uh, want to thank Gene Gomet, who does all the art for the show. You can find him at rltpress.com, and you can look for his work featured on comic resources in their feature, The Line It Is Drawn. And he released one last week uh, for... Is it Disney animated? Disney princesses as, as other, superheroes. Yeah, well, other characters, yeah. And, and he, he did drew... uh, Meredith as the Sandman. It was really pretty. So go check it out. Um, one thing, Club Card Printing at clubcardprinting.com. See, uh, for them doing, they do all of our uh, printed material. So if you see a printed material, it's done by them. So thank you very much. And a uh, big thank you to our major sponsor, whatever, located at 548 Castro Street. Located between 18th and 19th in sunny, warm, hot, sweaty San Francisco. Check us out on the web at whateverstoreonline.com. And give us a like on Facebook under whatever store. All righty. So I'm Desmond. And I'm Rich. And we'll see you live next week. Bye. Bye.
the Geek Chat.